Hello everybody, thanks for tuning into the show. Today I'm talking to Jody Hill about being overwhelmed. My name's Chris Sutton, this is Mental Conversations. Boom, and we're live, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, so I'm sat here in my living room and I'm talking to Jody Hill and uh, I've seen you, well firstly Jody, thank you for coming on. Tell, tell us, just remind us who you are. Okay, so my name's, as you know, Jody Hill and I'm the founder and managing director of Thrive Law. So I'm a specialist solicitor in employment law but also with a huge focus around mental health in the workplace. Um, so we're based in Leeds but actually recently just opened a London office um, having set up the company about two years ago. Wow, I didn't know about the London office, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. so we, we only recently opened it, so we had a, a solicitor join from London, and um, basically it just made more sense because her contacts are all aviation and London-based, so um, having a Leeds address just didn't really make sense, and we already had it in the plan to open the London office this uh, year, so because she wanted to, to take that responsibility, um, yeah, we basically just said that she could she could do that, but it's it's a bit of a difficult one because she joined during the lockdown, mm. so we haven't really shouted too loud about it because um, obviously there's a lot of organisations that are not really growing at the moment, so you don't really want to be shouting too much about like yeah. new offices. But it is only a satellite office, in, in fairness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's just but say you could still say there. Leeds, London, next is New York and Paris, isn't it? Oh. So. <laughs> if you need someone for your Paris, if you need someone for your Paris office, I'll 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 start working for you. Um, so, so so basically, we we've talked before on um, on this show, and you came on and very kindly, and you spoke about about your business, but you also spoke about your own personal um, situation around mental health. And um, I follow you on Twitter, and you're very prevalent on um, in the news and stuff like that. Um, and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to reach out and see if um, you can spare some time and tell us about some of the things, because I know how open you can be about your own um, struggles and things and how you get through it. But firstly, what I thought we'd do is just talk a little bit about the work side of it. So what have been the challenges? Yeah. So because you've been, your business has been up and running for what, two, two and a half years? It was two years in March, so right. yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, how has it affected you in terms of all this kind of, um, well, all of it basically? Yeah. So, so initially, I think the shock was it was difficult because um, we've always worked from home, and we, and as you know, I'm a champion for smart working and home working, but we've never all worked at home at the same time. So running a firm, a really small firm um, of very young people um, who need, you know, quite a lot of support and working, those guys probably only ever worked from home like once a week or something. So actually having it as the norm, I think that was quite difficult and a a challenge as a leader because I was trying to lead so many people who needed a lot of support. Um, But I do think that they've all settled in really, really well now and I think they've come into their own a little bit. I think it was more of a confidence thing. Um, But I'm I'm just really grateful that we already had it set up because we were already cloud-based, we were already paid we're already flexible working and all of our systems everybody's got laptops and we all work from apps so Mm -hmm. you know we because I set the business up in that way the transition itself was actually really really smooth it was more from a kind of leadership perspective because you know what I'm like I like to lead 
my people and I want to, to make sure they're okay and and ultimately as well it's not just about forcing them into homeworking it's also about the fact that they're you know they're probably feeling anxious and there's all the other stuff that comes with it it's not the fact that they're just at home mm. it's the fact we're on lockdown there's potential um issues around family and money all sorts of things so I really wanted to make to try and keep all of my staff um, we haven't furloughed anyone um, and I've managed to just do that by taking a salary. I've not been paid at all, um, but it means I can keep my staff going. And I think the biggest challenge for me is bringing paying clients in because mm. we're running a free helpline. Um, but I feel I feel that the free helpline is the right thing to do, and I wouldn't have it any other way on the basis that we're able to help hundreds of vulnerable people in situations where it's causing them so much anxiety, so much stress. There's so much uncertainty. So so that's kind of how, how we transitioned. We went homeworking and then we put on this, well, we'd already put the free helpline on before the homeworking, actually, um, probably like nearly two months ago now. And then from that from that stage, we then started putting a lot of information online and, and you just alluded to the fact we've done a lot of stuff with the news, with mm. the media, and just being asked to provide expert comments. So just... For me, what I really wanted to do as a business owner was to use my skills and my team skills to really help people. And you know, we're not nurses, we're not doctors, we can't, we're not key workers, but we can help people. Yeah. And, and I think you know, it's quite an important part of people's lives knowing what to do about their job. Yeah, well, it is, um, and it's massive. I mean, there's a lot there, like that you've said. I mean, the first thing for me is is about you know the leadership of it, which is a real stress, isn't it? Because everyone looks to the yeah. leader. For actually, what do we yeah. do about this? Uh, and yeah. and a lot of the time, there aren't any answers, and you're yeah. having to kind of come up with answers. And it is, yeah. it, but it's a it's a it's a real like credit to you in that as well. But but it's it's interesting to know that the way you set the business up so that you could work from home more, and you know, so so we so so I work for you know a large organization, and some people are set up to work from home, and others weren't. And yeah. and that makes it incredibly difficult for those that weren't. You're kind of like out on a limb. So what do you do? You know, and then yeah. you've got even more fear about can I actually perform my role or how do I get online? And then you get these little silly, not silly, but like these what seem like little questions of well, can I nip in and get my stuff or can I nip in and get this or can I? Nip? It's like yeah. and the whole and the whole thing is like no, stay at home, don't go out, don't do anything. You know, you know, stay there. And it becomes it becomes very challenging. And then the other, the second point from what you've just said, is you know the real worrying thing about furlough. We talked about it just before we pressed play on this. You know, I didn't. I we were saying, I'm not sure it was a word. Yeah. <laughs> not. It's just kind of a made up thing just to justify the job retention scheme. But no, it, it is it is one of those things where you know we we as lawyers are learning daily. The law is changing nearly every day, or at least the guidance is being updated, which then obviously um, transpires that it'll, it either becomes legislation or or um, is updated somewhere on the HMRC website. So you know there's a lot of change, um, not just in how we're working, but in what we're advising. So mm. you know we're in a different environment. We're advising on something completely different that we've never. So it is difficult. You don't want to get it wrong. You know, we and by nature, lawyers are perfectionists. We want it to be right. We want it to be perfect. Um, but you know, I think I, I, credit to my team. They've been absolutely amazing, and everyone's worked over and above. I'm quite strict on. Uh, 
people not working long hours. I think that's mm. really, really important. And I'm also really strict on taking breaks. Um, you know you know me, and I, I'm very, very big on self-care, and I encourage that. So, for example, today I said to my team, right, it's sunny this afternoon. You've got this task. You've got that task. You've got that task. You can all do those without the internet, so go sit outside and do it. And they're like, oh, can we? Yeah. And I said, well, yeah, you know, and encouraging them to go outside even if it's when they're working, because they've gone out for a walk at lunch, and I was like, but it's really lovely outside, so, you know, take that to part, and they're like, that's an amazing idea, so everyone took a picture of themselves working outside, and I was like, do you know what, that, that's what it's about, like, we can't, we can't do a lot right now, we can't give, I can't, you know, take them all out or anything, but it's the little things but it's on an a basis that I think really help. It's an attitude thing, isn't it, because, like, yeah. you get, you get, um, you know, to, to know that you're looked after, particularly in a working environment, to know you're looked after actually helps you relieve your stress. And you're, and yeah. you know, and, and ultimately, actually, it, you, you get the reward of loyalty and people not wanting to move on as well because they, they'll want to work for you in those in that situation rather than a taskmaster of, like, um, you know. Yeah. So, so I, appre- I appreciate that. The one thing I wanted to ask you about your working life is that you're such a close-knit, organization how are you coping yeah. with 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 not seeing each other well we do see each other but on facetime uh, so um, yeah we try and have video calls so we have a team team uh, meeting every week um so we're actually we've had a couple of team meetings every week but we have little individual chats and i've encouraged everybody to do 10 minutes at, at least with each other separately during work time and then the other thing that we do is we've got a Zoom call where we do a quiz and each person takes it in turns doing the quiz. Um, and then we've done, just just like we're chatting on WhatsApp video, like having a group of us on it or just, just generally just to catch up rather than doing it as an email, I've encouraged people to adopt video calling and voice notes because it sounds, it feels like you're in the office if you send a voice note in a WhatsApp group. Yeah. So that's how we've managed it. Obviously, we're quite small, so it's quite easy to implement. But they're only small things. If you're already calling someone, why not video call them? You yeah, know, and it, yeah. little things like that. And you just feel, and I think um, it, today, actually, one of my solicitors did a hearing by by telephone. And she called me afterwards on video. And she's like, oh, it's so nice to see your face. And, you know, that just those little things. And I think it, it, it is genuinely the little things that make a difference right now. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, th- I think I'll echo that. We, we have... Um, like regular team meetings and things where I work and one of the senior people has said we're doing this by video you know we've got we're doing it on, on Skype and it's like yeah. a, you know it's internal to the organization only kind of thing so it's all secure and yeah. everything else um but she was like I'm not I'm not talking in this meeting until everyone's got their vid- videos turned on and like yeah. so and it's like okay maybe we could have said that in advance so people could prepare yeah. a bit. your routine was getting up and going to work so you need to form new habits form new routines form new ways of working and and by having those types of meetings I make sure I have a video call every day so that I get up and get dressed properly because I was wearing unicorn onesies for like weeks to start with (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's not the best look 
Um, but also, it just, you know, you do feel better if you get up and get dressed and, you know, sort yourself out. And I've been mixing my day up and doing um, the morning in, in my um, office, uh, this, like, in my living room where I've got a desk and stuff. And then in the afternoon after my lunch, I've been working in the garden, so teeing it up. So I do calls and stuff in the afternoon and, and moving my day around so that actually works best for me. But it means that I'm getting outside a little bit. I've got time to exercise got time to walk the dog I've got time to do things because the first few weeks I didn't do that and I was not very well I was really Mm. really poorly I found it really difficult I was working loads I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere and I felt like I was in sludge I just wasn't moving and it was a really really tough few weeks and I just I just had to have a word with myself and you know I couldn't I couldn't control anything I couldn't change anything overnight so I had to make small changes and those small changes were all about my habits, my routine, and, and putting these little things in place so that I'm looking after myself. Because if I don't look after myself, then I can't look after my team. So yeah. I literally had to just get get on it and, and sort it out. <laughs> so that's, but it's interesting because partially, like, so it kind of moves us into the more um, personal thing about you, like, even outside of work. But it's like, you know, the analogy I always use is like if you're on an aeroplane and you've got a child and they say, if the oxygen mask comes down, put it on you first because you can't, yeah. you can't. I always after. use that yeah. as an analogy in, in, when I speak, actually. Do you? I probably, maybe I nicked it off you. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, but I, but I really think that's true because so for me, like my, on my journey through this was just that kind of, you mentioned the word twice, I think in the last 10 minutes about control you know, you, yeah. you when you feel like you've lost control and it's like I would be used to getting up, going on the train, getting into work and then even then and then whilst I was work, maybe not feeling in control about some things because things come in on a daily basis and da 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 da. But that structure of getting up, getting dressed, doing whatever and then, you know, yeah. going to work, when that's gone and then all of a sudden having the kind of working from home every day rather than just once a week or every now and then yeah you start doubting you start thinking am i doing enough um yeah oh oh, is everyone thinking well i bet they're sat around doing nothing and you're thinking no i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm doing and you're like but i can't prove it on on that point i would just say though on that point so i always used to think that when i worked from home people thought well she's just tossing it off but now now all my staff have worked from home i feel like we have a better they have a better understanding of what we're doing at home and actually that it's not that easy to work from home because you do feel like you're not doing enough um and beforehand because all the junior staff didn't work from home i did sometimes think well maybe they think i'm just not doing anything Mm -hmm. you know because i do post a lot of like positive stuff on social media and i post if i'm doing exercise and and that kind of thing to try and encourage people to do the same but you know what they don't see is that i get up at 5 a.m and work four hours before they've logged in that kind of thing yeah so and, and it's kind of like, well, I don't want them to do that. And no. I, don't, I shouldn't have, don't have to prove anything. But I think people now have a deeper understanding of actually what it's like and to you, work from home and those anxieties around it. And do you know Isn't what? that funny, though, how it's actually had a positive impact? No, it's good. I, I think it's good because I think the future will look very different from the past. And I think that part of that in terms yeah. of... You know, even like, like I say, I work for a massive organisation, but there's always, obviously I work in small, we work in smaller teams and services and things like that. And just today I've had two conversations with, with colleagues who um, have some kind of dealings with, but, but again, we did it on Skype. One of them was in their attic room and he's wearing a hoodie. And I used, I've only, yeah. ever, I've only ever seen this guy in a suit, you know, and then like, and he's wearing a hoodie. And what? then, and then the second, and then the second person I spoke to, 
I said, I said, oh, you know, should we do this by video rather than just voice call? And she was like, yeah. um, and I went, I oh, don't have to. And she went, no, no, it's fine. And then she was kind of like, but you can see the room. She was like, oh, I'm sat in my daughter's bedroom. I'm a bit embarrassed, you know, because that's where there's a spare like, space. And I was like, but you know what? That's kind of made us a bit closer because you kind of, I've kind of gone. It's yeah. a bit more personal. You're like looking into each other's home. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I was showing people so. around saying, oh, there's a nice picture over your left shoulder of, of buildings, yeah. Chris, where's that, you know, and, 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 and things. So, so it's kind of, this, the whole thing, actually, the sil- any kind of silver linings to this horrendous kind of thing that's causing so much chaos and pain in people's lives. You know, aren't, there are some things where people are, are becoming closer to one another and, and learning to work in different ways and to live in different ways, really. Yeah. Um, so, so tell me... Um, Tell me about about you then, and what guys sound like a bloody like you're on a couch. So tell me about your relationship with your family. Like, tell me about you. So yeah, so like how how have you been managing with it? Yeah, I think I mean, do you know, you caught me on a good day. So today I feel amazing. I, I went for a run this morning, and um, as you know, my my therapy is exercise. I have therapy as well, but but I exercise and I feel good. Then I did a legs workout at lunchtime and then I played basketball this afternoon and I actually feel, I feel amazing today. I feel the best I've probably felt since all this happened. But I do think it's been an emotional roller coaster. I've been at my, I'm very much a social butterfly. Like, you know that I'm mm. always out and about. And yeah. I've literally not seen another human being. I've been with my dog and my partner the whole time. So it's, it's, been, it's been challenging. Um, it's really, really affected my sleep. I've been sleeping and thinking about all the situations and dreaming about how I'm going to fix everything. And, you know, that's just how my brain works. And so I've just had to, I've forced myself to slow down. I'm a fast-paced person. Mm -hmm. So that's been challenging. Um, But actually putting those small changes in has really helped. So I think I had really bad anxiety a couple of days ago, um, like end of last week, and I was just not sleeping well and just being really hard on myself, to be honest. And I, I kind of needed to. It's it's kind it's in my nature to be that way, and then I forget how I would. I always have to say to myself, "Don't say that to yourself because you would never say that to someone else." Yeah. And so actually, I did a post on Instagram just about this today because I had a bit of an epiphany moment about being kind to you and to others and and I, I've always talked about kindness but I think more so now than ever we need to talk to ourselves in a way that is with respect and we know our worth because what I was doing was just putting myself down so much just because I couldn't pay myself and I was I felt like a failure I was like oh I wonder you know is my company going to survive and and you know fortunately it, it, it is but it just means that I'm just financially in a very difficult position at the moment and so that's I've never been in that situation so that was really really difficult and yeah I suppose you just kind of feel like you're letting people down if you can't do things when they want them and stuff but actually you've just got to manage expectations and and like I'm a human being as well, and I can't hold everybody up no, no. Uh, without holding myself up. And, and so I needed to just take some time. And and the thing is, when you when you come to that like um, expectations, your expectations of yourself are generally high. Are usually going to be higher yeah. than other people's. Yeah. And you know and. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people like that, and we all struggle to actually have that compassion with ourselves, where we go, 
actually, this is unprecedented. No one's been through this situation before. And we're all kind of wading through that treacle of kind of what the, how do I do it? Am I doing well enough? Do I, what, what else can I do? And if you do, if you, if you throw on onto that fire, you throw lack of sleep and, um, and that pressure of thinking you're not succeeding as much as you want to. And, you know, the whole yeah. thing is like, it can get you know pretty overwhelming, can't it? Um, I think so. Yeah, I think overwhelm is a really good a good word to use because it, because there's so much change and so much uncertainty. You're overwhelmed with thoughts and feelings mm. that you're not used to, and I think that's that's a, a difficulty when you've got anxiety anyway. Is that you know uncertainty, lack of control, overwhelm? All those things are are massive triggers when when you're particularly anxious. So I think when you have all of them at once, it's like ah. Um, so it does it does. Um, it really took its toll, but I feel like in the past week or so, I've learned so much about myself. I've taken the time for myself, which I would never do when I was rushing around, yeah. and I've made time every single day, and I've, do, and I've done three things every day. I've made sure that I meditate, uh, yoga, and I um, go for a walk with the dog, and even if they're all only five minutes each, do them every day, and it's like, and it's not about... In fact, actually, even some days I've had like I've had maybe days where I haven't really done as much, but I've been I've been fine with it and been like, well, do you know what? Well, I did an hour for that day instead. So, but it's about just slotting in five minutes here, five minutes there, and like we all have five minutes. We have five minutes every morning where we scroll on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. So we have five minutes to journal, be great, and I practice gratitude and um, in, in my journaling and take my wins from the day, and I go through like a little process, and it literally takes five minutes at the beginning and at the end of the day and it's made such a difference it's just refocused my mind away from the catastrophizing and the overwhelm can i ask you a question about that can i ask you a question about that do you do you ever read back do you ever go back and have a look yeah so the the journal that i've got um you do a week and then you review the week and then you do a percentage of whether you achieve you set goals for the week and so i do so yeah you, you do actually read it back um, every single week and then every now and again I do go back and read a bit further back and it is I just think it's actually a really interesting time to journal as well like yeah. we're never going to come across a time like this again so I do think it's important that we record some of what's happening not in kind of a Blair Witch Project style but you know I mean <laughs> it's important that we that we acknowledge and we accept that we feel the way that we do right now but also to take some of the positives like yes okay everything is really really crap right now but there are some positives like I think we can glean from those and 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 just from my perspective like I've seen a huge I see a lesson in every in every situation and I this is the biggest lesson I've had since my breakdown I think like I've just learned so much about myself about my team about my mental health and and actually learn that it's okay to have those really crap days and and just do nothing last weekend I watched two series of Game of Thrones I didn't move and just ate pizza (laughs) and that's also okay like you don't have to do yoga every day and you know go for 20 mile runs like that's great if you can do it but it's also okay to not do that and I think that's what where the balance is 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 about working out what works for you don't pay yourself for the people and what they're doing yeah like work out what, what was right for you and i think that's what i was doing i have a lot of fitness friends and i was like oh my god they've done all these workouts and they look amazing um but actually you know I, i'm running a law firm from home yeah. and i've got other things that i need to do exactly. and i'm still running my mental health campaign and still launching a charity and all the other things that we're doing so you know just 
getting that perspective and that and, and practicing that compassion and kindness has just been so important and I'm, I'm actually practicing it more than I've ever done which is which is really good it's amazing it's amazing to listen to because because I think that so many people put a lot of pressure on themselves but one, yeah. of, but one of the things, if, if people don't take anything else from this podcast, is watching Game of Thrones and eating pizza is okay. You're like, yeah, it's, it's kind it's of, so because, because, because people do get, I think people get a bit fed up of, um, you know, and I, it's me that talks about it, but of like five yeah. ways to well-being and like, and all these, because, yeah. because sometimes you can yeah. think of them as rules and then you're thinking, I'm think, not, I'm not. I also a, think people see it as pressure as well and what we don't need right now is more pressure. What we need yeah. is to be kind to ourselves. And if that means to just do nothing and let your brain just rest, or if that means have a lie-in and, 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 you know, have a full fry for breakfast, do it, do it. If it makes you feel good, do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, that, that's where, where this, and, and it's a, a good thing to a degree that society, I try to encourage people to have healthy habits, but it's also healthy to rest. Yeah. And if your body wants to just rest, then let it rest because it's probably your mind needs to rest as well. Yeah, I agree. And and there's and so I think there's a few. There's so much there that people will pick up on. But the big things for me are kind of like, yeah, don't compare yourself to other people. You know, there's just yeah. there's just no point. And that there are there are some really good things that you can learn from other people. But then it's up to yeah. you, it's up to you to actually take whether or not that's for you and whether or not that's going to enhance your life and your mindset and the way you feel about yourself. Yeah. Because some of us like feel really like I put um, a podcast out. Well, by the time this goes out, it'll be last week, um, and it's the first time I've done one on my own. So it's just me, um, okay. and, I, and I did it on purpose because I, um, I just I've been through a real kind of couple few like waves of emotion over the last few weeks, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there as to what I've kind of gone through in a kind of I'm not frontline I'm not I'm working in a hospital I'm not you know a key worker kind of thing or anything anything like that but there have been and and you know a, and these aren't kind of to be measured against those people that are going through um no. deaths of loved ones or anything like that but it is perspective though it is perspective it, like we're, we all only know what we're going through yeah. like and I don't think right to compare it to anyone else either I think your your feelings are still valid just because you're not a key worker or frontline no. and so and, and so and they, so that's why I was like do you know what I'm going to put it out there because I think there will be a lot of people that listen to this that go oh okay someone else is feeling that so yeah. it was, you know, and it's why I reached out to you because I knew you were going. You've got a lot of things on your plate as you always do, but yeah. so many restrict, <laughs> but so many restrictions. So I was like, well, how are you, how does someone who's like a whirling dervish kind of <laughs> Tasmanian <laughs> devil cope with not being well, able to be out? Just slow down. <laughs> but that, but that's probably a really good thing. You know, it can be like yeah. temp- temporarily at least. And I, you yeah. know, you've just said about um, you know it's a slow day, but you've also mentioned getting up at five, doing a, doing mm. some yoga, doing some journaling, doing a day's work, yeah. playing basketball, and you like taking, <laughs> you know, all those things. So you know how you work best, I think is kind yeah. of the message. And then it's kind of like, well, Definitely. so what kind of things do you want to put in place that help you, I reckon? Yeah. Well, that's that's definitely what I what I always have encouraged with my team. I've said, you know, I, I work well in the morning. I like to get up, last a few hours out before everyone gets up, and then I'll have a team meeting. And then by the time I finish the team meeting, I've done about five hours. So, and that's only by like 
you know, 10, half 10, which is great because then it means that my day is, is calmer because I'm not rushing because I've managed to get like, all the important stuff done early on, which means I can then be around to support my team. I can do podcasts. I can record videos for my YouTube channel. And also what I've been developing, which I'm so excited to launch, is our Thrive Wellbeing Package. So we're launching our own wellbeing platform and training. Um, so that's just taken so much time. And I wouldn't have had that time if this hadn't happened. Mm. Um, so we've been developing it since since January, but, but we've actually had the physical time to do it now. Now the mad rush of all the... Because, I mean, we were getting like hundreds a day inquiries, you know, on the free helpline. Um, and now that's calmed down. We've really been able to last week and this week focus on that that offering and that package, which I'm just that is just to my core what I wanted to do anyway. Planning it since January, so it's forced us to have that time to give it the, the time it deserves, so that we can launch it in Mental Health Week in um, in May, which is which is great. And I just wouldn't. I was I was worried that I wasn't going to have enough time to do it, and that I wouldn't have given it justice. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see the final final product. And so, so in May, that's going to be launched. And so, if, if people, when people want to get hold of you and look at things, so do, what, what, uh, what, how do they search to find you? So on Instagram and Twitter, it's I am Jodie Hill, so it's easy to find. Um, and they can, people can email me, uh, jodie.hill at thrivelaw.co.uk, and all the stuff that I'm talking about is all on our website, www.thrivelaw.co.uk. Brilliant. And any last minute, any, any last things you'd recommend for people out there in terms of looking after themselves over the next few weeks or months? Um, I, I honestly, I honestly just repeat my, um, my previous comments that it would just be, just be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Take time to check in on people. Actually makes you feel better, but it really can change someone's day by you making the time to FaceTime them or just drop them a text and see how they are. There's a lot of people on their own and we get caught up in our own bubbles. And I think it's really important that we do take a minute or two a day to think about somebody else and tell them that you appreciate them, check in on them, see how they're doing. Do they need any help? Um, I, I know a lot of people that live on their own and, and it's, it's hard. They don't see anybody. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and it doesn't matter how old they are, like, you know, especially the young, younger people who live on their own, like, they're, they're so not used to being on their own. It's unbelievable. So the impact is almost, is almost you know, worse for them. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of people are helping older people and going out, which is absolutely amazing. But I think you just need to, regardless of background, age, race, everything, check in on everyone that you love because you don't really know who's struggling mm. and I think this is time now more than ever because we don't see people we do need to take that extra time to really check in and, and just just be kind brilliant thank you so much for that and uh, that's great Jodie Hill and thank you guys out there for listening please follow me on Twitter at Mental Comms follow me on Instagram at Mental Conversations and another episode will be winging its way to you soon thanks Jodie